Welcome to the Life to the Fullest podcast and today's episode where we discuss money. This is EF3 Life Financial and I'm your host Dan Jason. Money is a necessity and by maximizing it we can enjoy life even more as it becomes an asset for us to achieve our goals and our dreams. Together we journey on through the financial sector discussing a cornucopia of topics including investments, namely stocks, indexes, bonds, retirement opportunities, as well as budgeting, debt payoff, and much more. Check out ef3life.com slash financial and follow us on social media to learn more. Welcome to the Life to the Fullest podcast. I'm your host, Dan Jason. Today, we're talking about finances. We're talking about money, how we can make more of it and how we can be good stewards of it so that way we can benefit ourselves now and into the future. You know, financial gains are something that everybody wants to achieve. It's certainly important for us as we continue to navigate through 2022 to pay attention to the trends, the markets, and all the areas of investment values that we can have. And it certainly comes to mind that as we're in February here and we're forging forward that there has been great volatility over the past couple of months to start out this new year. But you have to understand that if you're investing and you're talking about EF3 Life Financial, we're discussing things for the long haul. Now, certainly it's important for us to make money now, but we want to make it for the next three to five years and then onward and upward for the next 30 years as well. There are two typical types of investing. When I come to my mind, when I think about how we're growing our net worth, and that becomes our assets here, liquid cash values, as well as those that we're putting forward in retirement. And if you attack these two areas really well, and you're conscientious about how you're doing it. If you have a plan and you follow that plan, that blueprint will help you to achieve great success. But you have to stay the course. If anything has showed us during these pandemic times, there are very many values, and there are a lot of variables. So there's things that we continue to value. There's things that we have called to mind even more during this two-year stretch where maybe our budget has been pushed to the brink. Maybe we've had to reconsider the things that matter the most to us in the here and now, and for the future. And that's all good. It helps to reshape our mindset, helps us to stay focused on our goals. We started out the year talking about goals, especially financial goals. Extremely important to have. If you haven't set your financial goals yet, I hope that you'll reconsider doing so because it will be the gateway to allow you to have the confidence, the knowledge, and the ability, the wherewithal, the perseverance to stay in the game, to not route from the course but actually to stay on track and on the road to achieving those goals. Now, a lot of times people call them dreams. I don't like calling them dreams when it comes to finances. It's okay to dream big, so to speak, to have large goals, future goals, what have you, but don't call it a dream because I think about dreams as something that won't ever happen or something that's just a wish. With finances, you can make it happen. It takes time. It takes the ability to make more money. It takes diligence and it takes discipline. Certainly, it's not easy. It's not going to just be handed to you. But if you desire it, you can make it happen. And that's what it's about here on the Life to the Fullest podcast. So that's what it's like here on the EF3 Life financial platform. We want you to achieve more in every area of your life. But when we're specifically talking about finances, to understand that what you desire is different than the person next to you. So stop comparing yourself to the people who are in your neighborhood or those that are in your family or those in your group of friends. Maybe you aspire to have certain things, material goods, a lifestyle, a house, car, what have you, vacations, opportunities, and experiences. These are all really good things, but you have to decide what is it that you want and how are you going to achieve it? What do you desire and why? 
and where are you going and how are you going to get there? Then developing that plan and that blueprint will allow you access to achieve those things. And for me and what I've understood in the past five or so years has been that finances really comes down to not only executing the plan, but also putting your money into areas where it can grow on its own. Certainly, we can take on extra jobs. We can work more hours. We can take on overtime. We can have side hustles. These are all really good things. As we know, our ability to earn money, cash, the things that we're able to put into our bank account certainly is our greatest net worth building tool. That is our income. So if you're bringing in more money, certainly you can achieve your goals quicker than if you're not. And then you double down on that investment by investing, literally putting that money to good use, making it work for you. Each and every one of us goes out there and on average, we're working 40 hours a week. Some people are working 80, some people even more than that. Well, here's the thing. If you're working hard and you're earning that money, now it's time for us to utilize the vehicles the ways for us to increase that net worth, to increase the ability to earn passive income and to allow that hard-earned working money to work for us while we're sleeping. Compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. Let me say that again. Compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. Mathematician and genius scientist Albert Einstein was so prominent on that statement and he explains it and it really breaks down to simple mathematics. If you have money and you put it into an investment vehicle and it earns a certain percentage over the course of time, it will compound on itself. Now, the higher the percent yield is, the better the results will be and the sooner it will happen. The longer that it's in there, the sooner that you put it in there and the more years it has to grow, obviously the lump sum is going to balloon to a higher level than if you just put it in there for a little while. So yes, certain things do take patience. It takes that diligence. It takes that systematic approach. And that's why I stress so often living on a budget, having an ability to stick to a plan. It's a written guideline. We're about to kick off the Super Bowl here in a couple of hours. Certainly the teams are really excited. We got a really young, hungry Joe Burrow facing off against a legendary veteran, Matthew Stafford, trying to take the Rams to and through the Super Bowl, which is right there in LA. Both teams excited have prepared for this moment for their entire season. Many people would say that Cincinnati is playing with house money. However, I don't believe so. They invested in Joe Burrow, a great quarterback who did it at LSU, Jamar Chase, who he threw to in those championship appearances, and, and they won the national championship, and now he's doing it again, and he's on the biggest stage. Whether you're rooting for the Rams or rooting for the Bengals, that doesn't matter when it comes to finances. But I bring this up because you have to invest and you have to be in it for the long haul. You have to have a plan, a game plan. And each of these teams is coming into the Super Bowl having the scouting report on the other team, having studied film, having seen the analytics, having previewed what it is, the matchups, and also having a strategic way to go about this game quarter by quarter. Well, if you break up your finances in that same way and you have a game plan to attack every day, to attack every week, to attack each month, and then the quarters of the year, the four quarters in the financial realm, you're going to have a blueprint that will be successful. And maybe there are times when you are hampered by something that happens out of the blue. Okay, we understand that. We talked about an emergency fund in the last podcast as well. 
But even when those things come up, like in a season of the NFL greats and there's injuries, you have to have a way to plug the hole. You have to have a way for the next person to step up. Well, in your financial blueprint, you have to have a way to make adjustments on the fly. And that's why having a plan and sticking to it and then being able to adjust where need be, whether it be a positive adjustment and you get a raise or you have another side hustle is bringing in extra income and then you can divvy money into different areas and continue to grow that net worth. Or maybe it's a defensive move where you have something happen and you have to take some cutbacks, but you make adjustments that way you can still make it work and you can float the budget until you get back on track. These are all super important and really helpful, but you first have to have that plan. Once that plan is established and identified and you're carrying it out and it becomes more routine and systematic, you begin winning. And when you begin winning, it becomes contagious. Because here's the thing, folks, most people don't like discipline. Just like the athlete that's out there on the sideline that gets into the game, well, they had to prepare for that moment to get into the big game, but there was so many hard work so much effort, so much energy, so much training, hours of countless time each and every day to get to the point where you're at the mecca of all meccas, the Super Bowl, and now it's your time to shine. But you got to be prepared for it. But it didn't just happen by waking up and getting out on the field. You have to do the due diligence and be disciplined enough to get yourself in a position where you can be successful with your finances. And it really runs the course throughout your life. Because if you go array too many times, your budget is going to sink, you're going to be in a deficit, and then you're going to have to draw on the things that maybe were earning you that passive income, were making money in your sleep, and you have to withdraw from your investments, maybe your stocks, maybe it's bonds, maybe it's savings even, or maybe it's in cryptocurrencies. If you're trying to build for the future and also live in the present now, you have to have a game plan and approach that works. A lot of times people don't know where to start. Take small baby steps. It's not rocket science, but at the same time, you do have to know, you do have to learn, you do have to read books, you do have to do your homework, you do have to look at charts and analytics, or you can hire somebody that can help you to do that and to guide you along the way. You can listen to podcasts that can help you. you know, the Market Be Insider, a great podcast to listen to for inside tips on the market. Motley Fool, fantastic when it comes to their podcast, their resources. There's many free resources out there, and then there are many that you can pay for that will help you to grow your net worth. There are countless resources out there. I understand that if you're watching videos and you're gaining this information, and then you can use it. Certainly, time is the precedence. I understand that time is money. But if you're trying to make more money, if you're trying to increase your net worth, if you're trying to add value to the systems and ways that you're approaching finances, it's sometimes way worthwhile to spend a little money, to spend that extra time, because it can have great results in the future. You know, so oftentimes people think, well, I don't want to just wait for the future because anything can happen and maybe I don't get there. Maybe some kind of health crisis takes place. Maybe uh, I'm not able to because of a, a massive situation that changes in my family's life. This is all true. And that's why you also want to have cash flow now and abilities to have liquid assets so you can live now and enjoy life on the road and the journey. But if you're constantly paying off debt, if you're constantly in the red, it's going to be very difficult not only to enjoy the time right now with how you're making money and your lifestyle, but also to be set up for success in the future. You can't do both when you're in the red, when you're continuing to bury yourself because of poor choices and a lack of discipline. 
unless you're willing to sacrifice, unless you're willing to go out and get that degree, to get that certificate, to continue to hone your craft and your skills, to get that promotion, to chase it down so you're making more money so that way you can do things that you couldn't do before. Or maybe you're just swiping the credit card and getting yourself into debt in a world of trouble. So that certainly are the basics there. We've discussed in the past, and it's worthwhile mentioning again, as we're living on a budget, we're continuing to prepare, we're continuing to be successful, so that way we can not only do it here in the now, but also in the future. So what have you when it comes to investments, and what kind of vehicles should we be taking advantage of and getting into? We're going to talk about that after a quick commercial break. The Life to the Fullest podcast is brought to you by EF3 Life. Make sure to visit ef3life.com for more episodes of this podcast, as well as resources and books like my bestseller, Fire Burning Within, fiercely taking on life to achieve victory with God leading you every step of the way. And make sure to follow us at EF3Life on social media. Well, welcome back. Thank you for joining us today. We're really excited to be talking about finances. We're talking about money. And now in the second part of this series podcast, we're going to be talking about how to invest, how to make passive income, so that way you can not only help yourself here in the now, but also in the future. You know, there is certain mathematical formulas that work quite well. Most investors, most real estate agents, most people who understand the financial world realize there's a way to make money in your sleep. You can do it one of a couple ways. Certainly, you can get involved in the market. You can get involved in stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs, cryptocurrencies, what have you, and even NFTs. I don't know a lot about that sector, but it is out there. It is something you can invest in. And there's also real estate. If you can do a mixed blend of both, you're probably going to be in the best avenue possible. Why? Because we saw the last two years how the ebbs and the flows of the market have taken place. These large plummets and dips, especially with the stimulus money and all the free billions of dollars, just trillions of dollars even, just being given out to people as stimulus income. And then the market ebb and flow and really dive deeply and then gain, if you have that cash on hand when it takes a deep dive like it has in the past couple of weeks and you can invest and then you can ride the gain back up, even in this period where it might be seeming really volatile, when it dips really big, you get back in, you're going to ride that gain, you're going to access that asset flow and that profit ability because of the increase in the market is going to happen over the course of time. Think about this. I want you to just think about this for a second. In the last 125 years, the stock market, has increased almost 12% on average. Now, for those people out there who are wanting to play it safe, to put their money in a savings account or checking account, that's not going to get it done. Inflation, especially today, is at an all-time high. And on a typical year, at 15 to 3%, well, guess what? If your money is in a savings account, you're getting less than a half of a percent. You're probably getting about 0.1% if you're lucky. Most people 0.005%. So here's the thing, folks. If you want to actually do something with your money, if you want to actually make money in your sleep, you have to first have money available to do so. And that's taking care of all of your debts, all of your payments, especially everything other than your mortgage. You can continue to pay off your house. If you pay off your house early, like I did, certainly it can be very beneficial to you. You have a lot of um, money there. It's a lot of a safety net. It's a very um, ease factor in terms of, you know, 
financial freedom. I'm not having to worry about a lump sum payment every single month. But here's the thing, with the cost of uh, interest rates having been at an all-time low, that's another reason why getting into real estate and the stock market is important. Because if you could pick up a property, and I know sometimes it's hard, people are overpaying during this past couple of years, but if you could pick up a property and you get it at such a low interest rate, okay, and even if you hold on to it for a few years, it's going to go up in value, you can make some fixes to it, you can add some value to it, and you can sell it, it is certainly an asset that you can have. It holds its value, especially in good areas. And when you mix that with the market, and you have two avenues, and you can rent out a property, you can be able to have passive income, somebody continuing to pay you month after month. And even if it's a couple hundred dollars more after all is said and done, maintenance and everything that takes care of the property, paying off the taxes, you know, everything that goes into being a homeowner and you have a couple hundred dollars extra a month, then you can use that money to fuel your stock investments. Maybe you don't want to get your hands tied up in real estate. That's fine. Get into the market. You have to. People who don't do it are actually foolish. And I know it's a little bit intimidating if you're somebody who hasn't gotten into it in the beginning, but it, once you get into it, you get a little bit more comfortable. Even with this crazy volatility and, the, and these drastic dips and these drastic rises in terms of certain stocks and certain sectors like tech, well, here's the thing, you can spread it out and that's what you should do. You know, I wouldn't... Um, you know, I wouldn't say to anybody, well, you should just put it in one area. That would be foolish. It's kind of like manure. Dave Ramsey talks about this. If you spread it out, it makes all the plants grow. If you have it lumped up in one area, it's going to stink. Well, your investments, if it's not spread out, if there's no diversification, if you're not putting it in different avenues and different sectors other than technology, well, if tech dips, everything dips, and then you're starting to panic, and that's when people make irrational decisions. They sell everything off when it already dipped, and they lose out on the gains that they already had. But you got to stay in it, okay? Stay in it. So if you divvy it up into the, the key four sectors, technology being one, you know, consumer goods, certainly industrials, and then having a mixed bag of large cap, small cap, and um, mid cap, you're going to do well in terms of mutual funds, and you're going to diversify your portfolio, maybe having some in bonds. ETFs are a great way to go about it because you can spread it out as well. You can trade them like stocks, and you have to get into the crypto sector, even if you don't understand it. At least hedge your bet and put money on the large ones like Bitcoin, on Ethereum, and maybe Polkadot and some others that have a really good track record in terms of futures. Because here's the thing. The metaverse is a real, real thing. It's the way that the world is going. Blockchain technology is the way that the world is going. The cloud is the way that the world is going. Semiconductors in terms of technology, this is the way that the world is going. You have to be understanding that these are going to change over the course of time. But our world is changing, and if there are stadiums like the ones that we're seeing in the professional ranks being advertised by crypto, and there are legendary uh, you know, football players and NBA stars and um, Hollywood actresses and actresses who are pouring in millions in this, and, and they're investing in it, and there are billionaires who are doing so, it's real. They're not just throwing their money away. This is something that's a wave of the future. And because of maybe your lack of knowledge on it and misunderstanding, a lot of times people don't want to take that risk. So even if you don't want to get into it too fully, just put 5 or 10% of your total um, investments in it, 
allow it to grow over the course of time and just let it sit there. It's going to do well. When it comes to stocks though, having a plan where it's a three to five year plan, meaning you're gonna take the top 20 companies and it could be mostly Fortune 500 companies that have really good track records over the last 15, 20 years. You know, I'm thinking of really great companies like Walt Disney, like Apple, like Microsoft. I mean, Google. You're, you're going to do well with companies like these, okay? But then you're looking at the trends as well. The tech sector in terms of electronic vehicles. Certainly Tesla has been tremendous in the last couple of years. And the cost of a stock for Tesla is super high right now, even though it dipped and it's a little bit more accessible to people since that dip had taken place over the last couple of weeks. But here's the thing. You can get into areas of, you know, um, General Motors is trying to pour into a couple, I want to say a couple billion dollars at least minimally. But they, their goal is to be um, the next Tesla, so to speak, of the U.S. and, and captivate the other part of that market. And, and especially with electronic trucks, what have you. There are ways to get in and not have to spend a ton of money, but also to access the resources that are there and to utilize the gains that will be made. But you have to be patient too. You can't, this is not, when I'm talking about investing, I'm not talking about the flash fry in the pan. I'm talking about the, the crock pot. The crock pot, especially when it comes to retirement, that's going to sit there and simmer for the next 20, 30, 40 years, however, depending upon how old you are. But I'm talking about the assets that you want to build net worth and cash flow with by having this passive income stream based on investing in stocks right now, indexes, mutual funds that are accessible to you today. We're not talking about, you know, buying a stock and then selling it two days later or the same day. We're not doing day trading here. But instead, we're talking about buying something and holding it for at least three years, giving it that time. But if you're going to invest in it, you have to know what you're investing in. And that's why I really suggest, again, getting a subscription to something like The Motley Fool. Because if you do so, they're going to give you expert picks. They're going to give you advice weekly. And even daily, you can log on. You can watch videos. You can have analytic reports. You can read articles. They'll give you their top stocks of the day to invest in. And then also the top stocks to invest in for the next three to five years. And that's what we're talking about here. And it's a good strategy because... We've seen over the last two years of this pandemic the crazy roller coaster ride of the market. But if you look at the market in total over the past two years, it still is up. And it's up more than 12%. Well, over the past 125 years, that's been the average. But we don't want to just be average here. We want to be great. And there have been times where the profitability of investing in this manner and doing your research can net yield you 40%, 50%, even upwards of 80%. Don't let people tell you that that's not accessible and that won't happen. Will that sustain for the long haul? Probably not. But here's the thing. If you're beating the 12% and you're getting somewhere in the 15 to 20 range, you're doing amazing. And that is possible. And when you have more money that's accessible to invest, it's just going to grow your net worth that much quicker. And that's why I say live by the budget, stay out of debt, and then do a due diligence of paying yourself first. And that's what a lot of people have to get into this new mindset of. You know, and I mean pay yourself first in terms of investments and your futures for the next three to five years and your retirement. Everybody should be putting away at least 15% of their take-home pay into retirement because that growing 
And that being able to compound over the next, like I said, 20 to 30 or even more years is going to net yield you into the millions of dollars. And you're going to be able to live comfortably. You're going to be able to bless a lot of people. You'll be able to enjoy the quality of life that you deserve by having worked so hard for that for so many years. But you will never get there if you don't start somewhere. You have to start somewhere today. So I don't even care even if you're 50 years old and you're like, oh, I want to retire you know, in the next 10 or 15 years. Start today because guess what? You're going to have a nice little lump sum and there's catch-up plans that are available for people over 50 years old where the limit of what you can put in actually is far greater than if you're under 50. But the sooner that you do it, the better. And it becomes routine and it's taken directly out of your paycheck. You start living and you're uh, adjusting your budget to it. What happens is you don't even tend to remember that you're doing this because it's so autopilot that's taking place. And that's the first step, setting it up so that way it can actually happen and then doing the same strategy with your net assets for today, the next three to five years for your cash flow, for the profitability, for the passive income stream, because you can always sell off your stock. You could always sell off your crypto. You can always have access to it. Your money that you put into retirement isn't available to you without penalty until you're 59 and a half years old. So if you aren't willing to wait, or even if you want to retire before 59 and a half, you have to have a way to bridge the gap until retirement. But if you want to enjoy life now, if you want to have more money to work with now, the money you're already making, you're already going to your job, you're already busting your butt every single day, getting after it, getting that paycheck. Why not put that money into a good value, into a good vehicle so that we can make you more? You're not really doing anything other than you're putting it somewhere other than your savings account. Yes, there is risk. And that's why I suggest that you have that emergency fund of six to eight months, minimally three. But if you have something saved up for six to eight months, even if you were to lose your job, you probably wouldn't have to draw on the assets of your market investments. You would have enough money saved up before you start investing heavily, whether that be into your retirement or that be into retirement and a passive income stream of the market, of cryptos, of stocks, bonds, mutual funds accessible to you today, well, then you don't have anything to worry about because then all the money that you do put in there, even if you were to lose it, you're going to be okay. And that's the thing. You'll not only be okay, you're going to be far better off. Because when you get to this time of, let's say you had 10000 invested in stocks, and you know over the year, you incre- it increases by that 12%. Well, now that 10000 turned into $11,200. And then it compounds again. And then the next year, it's more like 1300 something. And then it goes on and on and on over the course of time. Even if you didn't add to it, it's still increasing. But you are adding to it. And let's say over the next 10 years, you know, you're able to amass $100,000 into the market. Well, now every year would increase by 5%, even you're making five grand. Or 10%, you're making 10,000. Or maybe your, your uh, assets increase by your passive income stream by the market and how your investments are doing are increased by 20%. Well, now you just made $20,000 in a year. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money to leave out there and to not do something with. 
You know, it blows me away that so many Americans don't take advantage of this. But then I thought to myself, why not? And the reason is because of discipline. It's the reason why people don't get to where they really want to be because they're not willing to wait for the gratification. They want it now. Because they want it now, they swipe the credit card and they get into a world of trouble. They spend more than they can actually afford and they go into debt. Well, everybody's doing it. Everybody has college loans. That was a whole other segment that I did on this podcast. But no, you don't have to be everybody. You can actually do it differently. And you can do it based on the course that you want to take and what your goals are for your family and for your household. You decide. You're in the driver's seat. You're the one who's out there making the money every single day. So what are you going to do to make it go to good use? Because what good is it to have it and to not put it to good use? It means nothing. It's like if someone were to gift you something really valuable and then you just let it sit there and you don't use it. What's the point? So if you're working really hard every day, if you're getting after it, you're rising, you're grinding, you have your career, you're making your money, you have side hustles, let's start putting it into positive vehicles. And if you want to be safe, you can do things like ETFs, index funds. You can follow the, the total stock market index. You know, Vanguard has many different funds that are super helpful in this regard. VTI, VOO, VO, VGT, you name it, technology sector, healthcare sector, the total market index. I mean, this is going to follow the stock market, so it's going up by 12% on average in the last 125 years. This is great. You're going to make money over the course of time. If you have a little bit more wiggle room, a little bit more flexibility, you're able to follow various platforms or maybe utilize a financial investing um, vehicle in terms of gaining this access and having a subscription. Now you can really do your research or have the research done. Feed yourself that knowledge so that way you can invest in companies that are on the up and up. So that way you're getting into them before they get to the point where everybody wishes they would have invested in them. Because if you look at a few years ago, when people started to invest in companies like Tesla or like Roku or so many others, right? Even, even something like Microsoft that a few years ago when I started to invest in it, it was half the price of what it is today. People wish they would have done it. Well, instead of wishing it to happen, make it happen. The great Michael Jordan talked about that. Some people want it to happen. Others wish it would happen. The champions make it happen. Be a champion. Be a champion for yourself, for your family, for your finances, because you work too hard to not do so. You need to be a good steward of your money. That's actually biblical. It's faith-based. It's about the talents. Jesus talking about, you know, one person is given one talent, one's given five, one's given ten. The person who had one just went off and buried it. Well, if you're burying it, it's like you're putting the money in the bank and you're saving it. Would I rather you save it than just spend it all? Sure. But it's actually going to not do too much for you. The other person had five. They went out and made five more. And the one had 10 made 10 more. And thus is the one who has more because more will be given to him. And even the one who was given something but didn't do good with it, even that will be taken away. Well, that's such as life. That's kind of the way that life goes. If you are diligent with things, if you have been given something or you make something and you make more of it, what's going to happen is you have more to give to other people. So that generosity, but also to have that quality of life, both now and in the future. Yes, you have to delay gratification on some things. I'm not talking about 10 years. Maybe it's a year or two. Maybe it's three years. 
Maybe it's waiting so that way you're in this groove and you have this budget that's all set up and you're being proactive about it and you're getting yourself in that position where you can continue to have that profitability based on that passive income stream that's coming in, whether it be through the market, through stocks, through bonds, through cryptos. We talked all about that today, whether it's through you know having real estate and or another way of making money on the side, there are ways for you to put it into a vehicle that will drive it for you. And then you don't have to do anything. You're literally sleeping and money is being added to your account. So that way, if you want to go on that vacation, you could sell X amount of shares if you need to or if you desire or just using the profits from it and to use that to pay for things in your life so you have more money freed up to enjoy the finer things in life. You decide. You make it happen. But that's the key here. You have to do it. You can't wait or sit around the sidelines. You have to get into the game. You have to take risks and you have to try. And if you do so, I can guarantee you it will work out in your favor because what happens in life, the more that I grow and I experience things, is that it's a law of attraction. And you attract good and positive things happening in your life when you make them happen. But if you're sitting around waiting, nothing's going to change. Thank you for listening today. I hope that you found that this is beneficial. I hope that you'll take some time to do some research and to explore these areas and avenues because there's so many good places for you to put your money. And if you want, check out ef3life.com slash financial. Check out my book, Winning with Money, Dollars and Cents, a comprehensive guide to financial freedom and peace. I certainly guarantee you that you will learn a tremendous amount from that book, compiling all the many resources that I have read greatest tactics and ways that you can truly put to use your money, set up a game plan that can help you to win. I'm Dan Jason. This is Life to the Fullest podcast, EF3 Life financial segment. Over and out. It's time for the Super Bowl. Have fun. Enjoy the celebration with everyone. And as always, keep living life to the fullest. For EF3 Life and the Life to the Fullest podcast, I'm your host, Dan Jason. Thanks for joining our platform today. Make sure to visit ef3life.com and follow us on social media at ef3life. Life is about being fully alive, and there's only one way to live, and that is to be our authentic selves by living a full and abundant life. Stay hungry, keep dreaming, keep exploring, and never stop discovering who you are. Until next time, may the adventure roll on and live life to the fullest.